Welcome back again to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue through the Gospel of John. Today we are in John chapter 16, and we're going to read verse 1 through 15. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane with his disciples at this point. He's just gotten done telling them that not to be surprised if the world hates them because it hated him too, but that they wouldn't be in this alone, that he was going to give them the Holy Spirit to be with them. And then we pick up chapter 16. All this I have told you so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they're offering a service to God. Well, here we start out with some encouraging words from Jesus once again. He's speaking very clearly to the disciples about what is to come. And he tells them he's doing this so that when these events happen, they won't fall away. They won't doubt. They, they'll know for certain that God is still with them, that they're still in the will and the desire of God. They will not fall away. And he says you're going to be put out of your synagogues. That's a big deal for the Jews in the early uh, first century, especially to be put out of fellowship with your community. That's a huge deal. It means they would be separated from their family, from their community. And then he adds to it by saying, and people who kill you are going to do so thinking they're doing a service to God. We know that was true of Saul, who later became Paul. He was zealous, and he thought by having Christians killed, he was doing God a favor. Now Jesus goes on. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their time comes, you will remember what I warned you about them. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. None of you asks me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things, but very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment, about sin because people do not believe in me, about righteousness because I'm going to the Father where you can see me no longer, and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. Okay, so... Jesus once again reiterates the fact that he's telling them about these future events because when they happen, he wants them to remember the words that he's spoken to them. He adds this line, he said, I didn't tell you these things from the beginning because I was with you, meaning Jesus could give them context. He could explain to them what was happening in real time. But now that he's going away, he's telling them about some things that are not yet happening so that when they do, the disciples will be uh, encouraged. The disciples will remember. The disciples will continue to press forward because they are going to have to deal with a massive amount of persecution. In fact, every single one of them that's listening to Jesus speak, except John, the writer of this gospel, is going to be murdered, is going to be killed for their faith in Jesus. On behalf of Jesus, they will be martyred. The only one that won't be is John, and they try, but they're unsuccessful with him. So Jesus had an important message that they understand, and once again, he reiterates the fact that unless Jesus leaves, the Holy Spirit will not come. Again, he calls him here the advocate. He won't come, and he says we need the Holy Spirit here because he's going to do these three things. He's going to show the world that they're wrong about sin. He's going to show them what righteousness and sin and judgment are all about. 
In verse 11, he says, about judgment, the prince of this world now stands condemned. Verse 12, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Okay, again, this is incredibly important understanding of the role of the Holy Spirit. Here Jesus uses another name, the Spirit of Truth. And he says he's going to guide you into truth. He's going to help you understand, but this won't be his own understanding. Jesus says the Holy Spirit only will teach you what he hears and what he gets from me. This is the same argument that Jesus has been making over and over about being sent from the Father, saying he only speaks, he only does the will of the Father, he only says the things he hears from the Father. He says the Holy Spirit is only going to say the things that Jesus gives him. The only thing that the Spirit is going to speak, the only thing the Spirit is going to do is going to be the will of Jesus. And then Jesus actually takes it one step further. He says, all that belongs to the Father is mine. So what he's saying, he's connecting the three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus only does what he hears from the Father. Jesus passes to the Holy Spirit, who only does what he hears from Jesus. In in doing so, the three are truly one, completely unified completely in lockstep. This role of the Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth that will guide the disciples and us into truth is so important that you understand this is the reason why we have scripture today. Because disciples being led by the Holy Spirit wrote down the words of God given through Jesus to the Holy Spirit and into them Humans, by the hand and pen of men, wrote down God's will, his desire, his heart, his direction, his teaching, as the Holy Spirit revealed this truth to them. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, brought that truth to us so that today, as we sit and as we read together the Gospel of John, we hear it as the words, the word of God brought to life still to this day by the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit who's instructing us and teaching us and helping us to understand so that when we face persecution, which church, by the way, we will always face persecution because as Jesus said, if the world hates me, then it will hate you also because you're my disciples. So today, I want to encourage you to allow the Holy Spirit to continue to speak the truth of God into your life. One of the best ways I know how to do that is by continuing to press into his word. Continue to allow the words of God through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, into your life so that he can bring you instruction, revelation, direction. And then ask the Holy Spirit right now as we finish today, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you, to bring you understanding, and to help you apply these words to your life. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you sent your Son. And Jesus, thank you that you sent your Spirit. 
Holy Spirit, thank you that you are with us right now, that you are the spirit of truth and our advocate, that you're teaching us, instructing us, guiding us, leading us. And we pray today that you help these words to really truly take root, to take uh, place in our hearts as foundation so that we build our life upon your word. As Jesus told us, a life built upon your word was built upon a strong and sturdy foundation. And when the storms would come and blow, we would not be tipped over. And Lord, we see storms all around us right now. So I pray that we will allow the word of God to be our foundation, to build our lives upon it, and that you will continue to bring revelation. In Jesus' name, amen.